Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What up? Hello. We are starting a cult. It's We're the podcast again for this every Friday. Beautiful fall Friday that we're having it's here. It's cool. It's spooky season. And Alec you Baldwin know what? Just killed a guy. He did. And it was a woman, I believe. He killed a woman and injured a man with a gun. Yeah. How, the, how about that? This, that's not what the episode's on. But can we just take a moment to just talk about how the what the fuck is that? He about? just keeps fucking up, doesn't he? Yeah, first he calls his daughter like a fat pig whore, and now he kills a woman. It's not boding well. He's not He's not going in a good direction. I never would have thought that uh, if any of the Baldwin siblings that Alec would be the one to kill somebody. But here we are. We're all wrong sometimes, you know. Here we are in the year of 2021, and Alec Baldwin has killed a man. Or what? I keep saying a a man. He's killed a woman. Um. Isn't that just the most terrifying thing of all? But how about that one to start you off this week? Huh? Yeah, pretty, pretty spooky. The murderer. Um, you guys will never watch Cat in the Hat the same again, I promise you. Man, you know, I'm just thinking of people like maybe years from now, you're like, oh, this is like a Halloween episode. Yeah, that's what the podcast is. We are starting a cult. That's Grant, I'm Jake, and Mitch is here. But we're doing a podcast on the origins of Halloween. But just imagine people in like a couple of years like going back to this. And we're just constantly going to be a reminder to people that Alec Baldwin indeed killed someone. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> it's just right at the head. It's just like, oh yeah, he totally did. Yeah, Alec Holy Baldwin shit. has now killed an individual. Um, but anyways, that's not the point of the episode. Um, we are here to enlighten you guys on a little holiday that we like to call the Halloween. Christmas of October. Yeah. Um, the 4th of July of the fall, and, I don't know, Dead Easter. There's going to be so many other names that we're going to talk about in this anyway, so yeah. It's going to be all those things, all at once. And if we want to get technical, Dead Easter is Easter. Deaster. But, you know, we just we just call it Easter because it's a little more, it's a little more lighthearted for the kids. Easter you know? is the zombie day. It's zombified you know, day. He's coming back. He's back here now. He was dead before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I hope you guys are ready, because it, it is a little bit of an... It's a lot more interesting than I think I originally anticipated. No, yeah, I 
I was very surprised at how much there was on the. And I was also surprised that we haven't done this before. Like thinking back, like we've gone through like two Halloweens, and we haven't just done an origin of Halloween episode. Are you shouldn't me. Yeah, so it it's, is hard it's to believe. yeah. I don't, what do you, who, Mitch, you're saying you Sam Hain. It's pronounced Sawin, actually. Sawin. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We're, we'll get to that in a sec, though. Sodomy? Not yeah, no, necessarily I've, I've bad. That before. That's what they do on Sawin. I'm not oh. too familiar with Sawin. Sawin. Salamander. Well, you want to know what it is? It's within, like, the first two lines of these notes I got. Okay, well, yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Let's, Let's just, fucking dive in. The origins of Halloween. Strap in. Put on your fucking strap-ons and get ready for the afternoon, all yeah, right? Yeah, just sit there with it, yeah. Yeah, sit it with, the, sit it with your balls out. <laughs> so, the origin of Halloween starts all the way back in the 17th century with the no, Celts. No, I'm, I'm too the scared. The Celts, Grant. I'm too scared. We can't go The back Celts. They were an early tribe of Europe. But they, were, they still existed back then. Does that scare you? It's not so much the Celts that scare me. It's, the, uh, it's, it's just Europe. As a whole, <laughs> Europe back in the day. No, no, no even just, or just today, Europe even in general. It's, it's, it just scares me. It's just, it's wow. very, uh, it's, it's inappropriate. You truly are an American. It's, it's uh, Europe. You're inappropriate. Do you hear me? Here <laughs> they have those nude beaches over there. All right, so yeah, origins of Halloween start back in the 17th century with the Celts, the early tribe of Europe. The Celts divided up the year between two halves, the light and the dark half. And their holiday to celebrate the beginning of the dark half was called Samhain. And Mitch was saying S A M H A I N. It looks like Samhain, but it's not. It's Samhain. So this holiday was to celebrate the harvest before the winter and took place on October 31st of all days. No, it makes way. sense. It really just makes sense. So the Celts would celebrate Samhain uh, by lighting large bonfires, and the holiday was known to be a time of the year. To be the time of the year when time and space became almost permeable. Ooh, Isn't that interesting? Okay. It, yeah, in other words, like the veil between life and death is at its thinnest, and the spirits could wander into our world and vice versa. That's fucked so up. So it's just an inherently spooky time. I mean, see, I feel like that's almost comforting, though. It's like all the dead people can come back and hang out for a little bit. You it know? just matters how cold it is outside. Yeah. It's, it sounds it's, like. It's weird because it, where we're at now, it actually has gotten a little bit chillier. So it's I'm the perfect weather. Maybe some uh, some ghosts are coming back and hanging out for a bit. No, it's true. You know what else might show up? Bats. Oh, From shit. the large bonfires. They quickly became associated with Samhain because, Dude. you know, they attract bugs and bats, bats like bugs. Bats are mythical creatures. Everybody knows that. <laughs> what? No one's ever actually seen a bat. Every time you thought you saw a bat, that was parakeet. It was. It was you got a yourself parakeet, parakeet there. Parakeet. Yeah. He shops at Hot Topic. It was just you know you couldn't identify. Sure, him. he can see in the dark. He's got one of those lamps on his on his one of those one of the like the headband lamps. Like, just parakeets with those. That's what a bat is in your mind. Oh, like what joggers wear? You know, like they have the little flashlight. Yeah, like miners. Yeah. I got that's, uh, Mitch has one of those for his electrical work. I have one of those for like when I'm looking for a snack at midnight. You know, it's just you go around, you find some good shit, maybe under the couch, a nice peanut. Yeah, those yeah, are usually in my peanuts. belly button. Well, uh, so bats are you know they would show up at these bonfires, so they became associated with them. Uh, so yeah, the first spooky creature association of the holiday, despite the spookiness of bats. Christians at the time, uh, rather than dash away all these traditions entirely, they embraced some aspects of different religions 
uh, practiced by, you know, different people. That is unique. Isn't it crazy? This, of course, was in hopes to coax pagans over as converts. Ah. Classic Christians. Playing uh, a long move, con, you, know? you say, huh? Yeah, it's like the the equivalent of, like, the cool priest. Like, like using oh, the word yeah, swag and lit. That. Come worship and give us stuff. <laughs> everything. Give, give us everything. Including your soul. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, so, yeah, one, or, uh, one of the more popular examples of this... Uh, was a celebration of the Roman holiday Lemuria. Taking, yes. Yeah, taking place on May 13th. It was a festival often accompanied by feasting. By feces? Feast, yeah, afterward, but feasting mostly. Ooh, but I definitely love, feces was involved. I feel like that's one thing we've gotten away from. We only do a feast like once a year, and that's like Thanksgiving. I mean, you know, different you people. You don't feast on like Christmas? Yeah, but I would never classify it the same as a feast. Or like 4th of July barbecue, come on. No, I want like a sit-down, like there's just a, an ungodly amount of food, and you just eat until you physically cannot move. Old Country Buffet is what you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You just so, want to go there more. I, You know, I wouldn't mind, honestly. I, wouldn't I honestly mind. wouldn't. Eat. I haven't been there since I was like a kid, dude. I, I wonder if it would live it. up to the hype that I have in my head. I really hope it does. It probably will. Because I had birthdays there, man. I was like, I want to go here. But, uh, yeah, it's been years. So, Lumuria, right? Like I said, May 13th, festival often accompanied by feasting. But Lumuria was a day uh, when malevolent ghosts and spirits would haunt the living. And to, uh, you know, and that's pretty scary. But to counteract this, the Romans, uh, they had a practice of pouring milk on their graves and making small cakes as offerings to quell the dead. Ah, that's what the dead want. Yeah. They want milk and they eggs. And, you milk know. and cake. Well, yeah, Who doesn't yeah. want milk and cake? I don't know where I got the eggs from. I mean, eggs are in cake usually. Cake right? is, it's interesting, but don't we think that it's slightly selfish of humans to be like, they want our cake. Like, what are they going to do with it? They're fucking dead. Man, how bad must those graves smell, too? That's just like point. after, you know, sunrise. Just curdled ass milk yeah, on Yeah, just top. cottage cheese on my grave. I don't want that. But it might keep me, you know, from attacking them for the time being. Well, uh, so this, uh, you, you know what? Uh, the Christians, they co-opted Lemuria, making May 13th All Saints Day, also known as All Hallows Day. All okay, right. and that was to honor the you know the most holy of Christians, whatever that means. Um, so this was such a success in converting non Christians that Christians moved the date of the celebration to November first, so as to drain significance from Samhain. Uh, so they're using a different culture's like practice against another culture, and everyone's becoming Christians. But uh, people then began referring to October thirty first as All Hallows Evening, then shortened to all Hallows, even, and eventually Halloween. I like how the first shortening, they just got rid of three letters. Yeah, they didn't even get rid of the N at the end. They're just like, not Eve, it has to be even. Yeah, it's even. Like, what does that fucking mean? That was just a guy who liked wordplay. It's like, guys, let's split it up evenly. You know? Yeah, he One got One of those raised. guys, and then he got fired, maybe. That was the birth of Hallmark. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so... Uh, the practice of trick or treating. We're going into some other, like you know, we kind of we kind of bounce around in my notes. No, it's so, fine. It's fine. I like that. Yeah. Keep it up. So the practice of trick or treating also began way back when, and strangely enough, from the Christians as well. Uh, on All Souls Day, which was November second, in honor of all the fallen Christians, 
Oh, Navi, I know. It's okay. Uh, yeah, all the fallen Christians and all that for uh, Souls Day. And the priests began telling their congregations to pray for the Christians trapped in purgatory. Right? Purgatory. What is what is your idea of purgatory, Grant? What do you see when you hear that word? I uh, personally, I've always felt that purgatory was just like a waiting room at like a uh, a car place. Oh, so there's like there's like Morion and shit. Yeah, there's just like daytime television, uh, like free coffee that they made, you know, a couple hours ago. So it's not quite fresh. Bathroom with like a door that doesn't line up correctly. Yeah, so you have to like slam it. Maybe they have like you know individual bags of like Lay's potato chips, but that's like the extent of it. And you kind of just sit there yeah. and you wait for them to decide where you're gonna go. I always kind of pictured it as like you know the stop motion like uh, like animation that South Park used to use with like construction paper. Yeah, yeah. It's just that with no background, so you're just you're just there. Yeah, you're just you're present. just you're just yeah. You're just chilling. You can't even like really sit down or anything. You're just like, well, I'm just, I'm here. It's like I'm I don't just... even need to sit down. I'm not tired. Okay, do I sleep here? Is it? Do I need a blanket? Yeah, I always felt that purgatory. It's essentially it's synonymous with like nothing to me. It's just like yeah, you just I don't know, what else do you have to do today? Yeah. But wait, you know. No, it's true. A lot of people associate nothing with just death. Yeah. So maybe just death is always perfect. Either way, uh, so uh, on, uh, what was it? Souls Day, November 2nd. Priests began telling their congregations to pray for every Christian trapped in purgatory. Supposedly, uh, if enough prayers were said for an individual, they were freed from purgatory to go into heaven. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. And what if they didn't get enough? I guess I, they'd chill out. They just chill. They're just like, um... You're going to wait another year. Hopefully they pray next year, too. That's true. So this was the catalyst of the practice called souling, wherein children would go door-to-door begging for soul cakes, which were uh, spiced cakes filled with raisins. Kind of sounds gross, but at the time, that was that was cream of the crop. That was, that was the candy. Uh, so in exchange for prayers uh, directed at the people's fallen loved ones. So the kids were like, hey, uh, we need some fucking uh, cakes, and we'll pray for your aunt that died. Maybe she'll go into heaven. They're bribing. You know, so it, they're basically just praying. like... We're not going to pray until you give us something we want, yeah, you fucking it's like, idiot. It's like the theologian's version of like a kid going up to random neighbors, like, can I cut your grass for $20? Yeah, like, you know, it's like, do you believe in the Lord and Savior? It's like, you give me this, I'll... I'll I'll do you a little something. Well, I hear your bitch mother might actually be in purgatory, you see. And if you give me one cake, I'll get her out of there for you. I'll get her out. I'll get her out so fast. And, and I wonder if like, it's... Yep, yep, yep. Give him the cakes. Give him all the cakes. Yeah. Let's get her out of there. I wonder if it is just solely like the amount of people praying for you or if it's the amount of prayers said for you. What if you just say like a blanket prayer for everybody in purgatory? Does that not count? Or does it have to be individualized? No, that's too macro for these people. That's that's too big. What if you pronounce the name wrong and there's actually nobody by that specific (laughs) name? They have, like, identification cards in the afterlife. Like, no, this is clearly the mispronunciation. We don't know who this is, but it's not you, that's for sure. It's like the DMV. Like, fill this out. Yeah, and, like, is there, like like, a counter up there? You know, like, at the deli, like, when you take a ticket, there's, like, a number, but it goes in reverse. It's like, well... 
You need 814 prayers, and you got three, so you're making some headway there, buddy. <laughs> like, like, damn it, somebody <laughs> pray for Unfortunately me. for you, these don't roll over into the next year, and it is December 29th. Yeah, so you better, so... <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully something happens tomorrow. It's like, God damn it, this bureaucratic death. And we're off on holidays, Shit. so tomorrow's a half day. <laughs> uh, Purgatory's closed. Uh, yes. I don't know. If Prayers do don't that. count on New Year's. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was the big, that was like the first iteration of uh, of trick or treating back then. Going back to All Hallows Eve for a second, uh, beggars on All Hallows Eve would often be drunken and rowdy on this day. Oh, that's what they're yeah. designed to do, though. That's what they are. No, it's true. And uh, they they would travel house to house demanding food and drinks after doing like little small performances at at the doorstep, you know. I performed Michael Jackson's Thriller in its entirety for you, <laughs> and you, I only fell twice. You give me anything I want, all right? That's what the payoff is. <laughs> and they would often wear masks to hide their identities. Right? Okay, makes sense. Actually, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But it doesn't. Okay. Well, it's like uh, you, I want to be able to beg on you from the street uh, tomorrow morning. You know, oh, yeah, and not have true. any, like, bad memories from the night before, you know? Uh, okay. Maybe one of those. I don't know. But uh, speaking on some of the origins of general rowdiness of youth on Halloween, the story of Guy Fawkes. Guy Fawkes. This Guy Fawkes. V yeah. for Vendetta. They love this fucking guy. Yeah, Guy Fawkes. The story of him uh, must be told. So... On uh, November 5th of 1605, a man named Guy Fawkes attempted to blow up the House of Lords in London using 36 kegs of gunpowder. Where do you get that? Much? I don't even know. China at the time, I assume. I guess. Like, you who know? do you know to get that? We're in the dawn of, you know, internet connectivity. And where do you find the guy nowadays to find you that shit? Man, I could probably fit maybe like six kegs in my van. And this guy... There weren't even fucking cars. Come on. Like, there were probably barely buggies. Yeah, this guy was just like, like <laughs> so sticks. long ago. Yeah, how easy is it going to be to, like, slip fucking 36 kegs of gunpowder anywhere without being noticed? Well, he tried. He tried, but he got caught. And before he could carry out this, uh, you know, this thing, he got arrested and he was tried and he was found guilty for his punishment. Now, I think this might have been a bit overboard. But you just give me your opinion. Do you think? Yeah, for this punishment, uh, he was hanged, his body was then drawn and quartered, and the four pieces were then burned. I just feel like that was unnecessary. Like, why? You know, The last two things especially, you know? That, it's that like maybe you could hang I, him over a roaring fire. See, I think one of the first two... Like, hack at his feet. You know, like a pinata. Hang him or draw and quarter him. Burning him, that's fine. Whatever. If you want to do that after, I don't give a shit. But it... it why? It just... there. That's some barbaric shit. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the sadistic people, you know, uh, employed to do these things were just like, you know, it's been a slow month. I'm going to try to get all this stuff out on this guy. It's like when you nowadays know? when we have slow news days... And they send, like, the camera crew and somebody out to, like, an old folks' home. It's like, this person's 109. Yeah, like, wow. that's the equivalent. Look how sad and in pain got, they look. We got nothing on the docket until next week, so let's just, like, fuck this guy up real bad. Yeah. Real bad. Real let's bad. Ruin him. Well, uh, <laughs> so, so that happened. You know, he, he, he tried to blow up the House of Lords. He got caught. 
lot of bad stuff happened to him. But the very next year and every year after, children in London would mock the memory of Guy Fawkes by setting fires, begging, and causing general chaos in the streets of London. That's a horrible lesson to pick it's up from that guy. <laughs> just like, oh, we're going to mock him by just doing pretty much what he did, just on a smaller scale. Let's just try to burn some shit down and be real nuisances to like anyone that we encounter. How about yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, it, it started a good tradition, so that's fine. It did. It's it, Without this, we wouldn't have Halloween as we know it. Keep that, all that uh, in yeah, mind. Yeah, that's you know? valid. That's valid. Yeah. So this annual day of chaos and destruction, much, much to the dismay of the Puritans at the time, made its way over to America. Okay, so Puritans hated this. But uh, it's really no surprise that America took to not only the youth's mockery of Guy Fawkes, but the rest of the practices stemming from the Christian adaptations of pagan traditions. This is especially evident in the spooky aspects of these holidays' practices. All right, because uh, America and its culture are just steeped in death. Oh, right. you know it's yes. super true. And the Civil War sealed that tradition's uh, staying power, right? Because post Civil War, it was fucking brutal, right? Like the entire country was obsessed with death. There was there were brothers fighting brothers, like fathers fighting sons, and so many unidentified bodies. So, you know. Some of the first, like, uh, ghost Halloween, like, stories told around fires were tales of soldiers returning home from the Civil War. Yeah, they're Just like, like ghost so many families stories. were like, well, they're gone. Uh, they haven't been identified. We're never going to know. Ridiculous. Spooky. So America is a, a prime breeding ground for Halloween spookiness. All right, so let's get into jack-o'-lanterns. You can't have Halloween without a jack-o'-lantern. I mean, you could. You maybe. could, but it would be so bad. I do you do have like pumpkins? Good, Are you going to do that this year? Probably not, but Why I do not? like a good jack-o'-lantern. I can't say I don't. Well. They really bring out the mood, you know? Well. <laughs> could you, you get some, like, uh, like a turnip or something? You, you know do, You do it with turnip. No, I'll probably just, like, cry into a pillowcase. Well, and well. then it just wake up You can fill that pillowcase with candy. No. And then, like, get drunk be, or something. I don't know. Have a good time, man. It'll just be sadness. I guess it will. But let's just keep talking about jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> so the practice of making jack-o'-lanterns also came from Europe. Uh, there was Goddamn this, Europeans. I know, Europeans did everything. But uh, So there was a legend of a man literally named Jack-o'-lantern, who uh, was such a troublemaker that he was thrown out of hell. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, like, what I don't do you, know where he went. Like, but, how uh, do you get evicted from hell? What do you go like? You can't go anywhere else. I don't know, but I guess like the devil fucking respected him. He was like, you know what, you did good. Like he he gifted him uh, an eternal glowing ember. So that's that's pretty cool. That doesn't seem like a great gift. Yeah, well, he's still the devil, you know. Even when he's given adulations, it's like that's uh, a lot of maintenance, you know. Yeah, and he probably couldn't, you know, carry it around. But he, so he Jack supposedly went on to carry the ember around using a hollowed out turnip. Right, the turnip you do a turnip grin. Yeah, the parsnips and the turnip. <laughs> All of the super unpleasant to eat fucking vegetables. But uh, typical of America, Americans updated the embers uh, casing and became and began like carving pumpkins on Halloween, as opposed to the turnips. I'm glad we chose the pumpkin. Yeah, and, that, it, and that's a good choice. Yeah, and they would just you know put candles in it, much like we do today. Uh, many children would place the jack o' lanterns on poles draped with white sheets underneath, that they would then pop up in front of windows to scare unwitting victims. 
Yeah, I'd be pretty fucking terrified if yeah. there was a pumpkin in my window <laughs> no, looking yeah. at me. Very much so. Any fruit or vegetable that's looking at me with eyes and it's on fire, I don't, need I don't that. want to see I don't it. need that in my life, you know? Uh, what do we got here? So, though this practice, uh, you know, though this practice as well as the practices stemming from the mockery of Guy Fox were um, a hand were a handful for adult populations at large. I don't know why I got so wordy with these notes. Jesus. Uh, most of the uh, truly chaotic traditions of the time, uh, we, you know, stone throwing, prank pulling, they came from Scotland. Oh yeah. So there you go. It wasn't until Scots. the Scots, dude, the Celts. Hey, it all comes back. So it wasn't until the 20th century in America that the modern Halloween imagery began surfacing, right? So it was the early 1900s uh, when artists' renditions of Halloween uh, began associating the day with all things scary and right? slutty, and that comes later. But still, you're not wrong. Uh, skeletons, witches, and spiderwebs began becoming cornerstone images associated with Halloween, but none were more popular than the white-sheeted ghost. Oh, yeah? You got your classic Scooby-Doo ghost. That, that is so funny to me, because I, I never understood why that was so scary. It's just a floating sheet. No, it is true, but interestingly enough, the white sheets were actually meant to be the white shrouds that people were ceremoniously like wrapped in before burial. That makes Back more in sense. the day, that right? makes a lot more sense. So it's like I'm fresh from the grave, still got my sheet on. So you know, rocking the fucking S H E E T, baby. There you go. Also popular were images of uh, horned devils that were inspired by medieval depictions of Satan. You horned devil, you bitch. Horned devil. So Halloween in America in the 20th century was fucking wild. Grant, do you even understand? I mean, I how have, fucking wild this was. I have like a very brief idea of how wild, but I I don't even know if I want to like be able to see what shit went down back then because it was probably insane. <laughs> this 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 one's probably my favorite. Uh, uh, amongst the you know small time crime and chaos perpetrated by children and young adults, few practices were more popular than gathering up in a group and pushing a buggy onto the top of a haystack. That sounds so Isn't that just fun. a problem? Yeah, that's just a problem you've created. <laughs> Someone's going to be real mad about their buggy and yeah. a haystack. Yeah, I know. I feel like it'd be pretty easy to get a buggy off a haystack. Though. Yeah, but how dangerous is that? You're just chipping away at fucking hay underneath it, and you're like, well, it's going to tip this way eventually. No, you just got to get in it and like push it off, you know? Just kind of rock it, like a like a canoe. You know, you just gotta like, whoa, you just gotta go for it. You need It'll an go. oar up there, yeah. See, I think I could figure that one out. That's easy. <laughs> but of course, uh, that was mostly in rural areas, right? So in the cities, children had a proclivity towards derailing streetcars using bars of soap. That's how does that work? Honestly, that's why are streetcars able to be derailed by soap? Yeah, like what that are you seems doing? like a structural problem more than like a oh we got to stop these kids. <laughs> like it's fucking. What if just soap. something? Yeah, it's just fucking soap. How do you clean it? What? <laughs> clean soap like scum? Is this the eternal question? Well, oh, that's actually a double-sided question. How do you clean the tracks if you can't use soap? And what if soap gets dirty? How do you clean soap? I think the answer in both cases might be fire. 
Oh. I don't know. I'm not positive, okay. but fire cleanses a lot of stuff. It would definitely clean off the soap, but it would be it would be unusable. It would transform the soap. It would be liquid. You know, it would be shampoo yeah, yeah, at that yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, and, you know, you got the old standards, setting fires, breaking windows, letting farm animals loose, and even removing people's front steps and ding-dong ditching them so when the people came out, of the door to try to investigate, they would often injure themselves. That's pretty funny. They, they just like, they fucking break their ankles or something. That is like so it's so simple, funny. but it's so evil. It's better than the flaming dog poop. It really is because like the poop, yeah, it leaves more of a sting. But if you fuck someone up, they'll never forget that. Like my ankle still hurts from that goddamn kid. You know, what I think would be a funnier one is if you just got like a really realistic looking dog like stuffed animal mm-hmm. and just set that on fire you'd break a lot of hearts <laughs> yeah but they'd be so happy to to know it's just stuffed they'd be like oh or like God. oh don't worry it's already dead <laughs> yeah they just leave it They're like ah, it'll burn out eventually like it's oh fine. shit it'll go away yeah well uh yeah so that people would injure themselves all these things so halloween became known as mischief night or hell night Oh, right. Halloween. Halloween. Uh, in fact, Halloween in America in 1933 goes down in history as Black Halloween due to the insane amount of chaos, destruction, and uh, you know just general badness that occurred all around the country. Needless to say, something needed to be done, Grant. Oh, yeah? Something what needed to be done. Well, all across the country, school... And community boards began, uh, you know, coming up with alternative things for children to do on Halloween night. Uh, Communities began holding parties, like dances and like costume contests and even like parades. And it was basically transformed from a prank night to a party night, which it remains to be. And now, you know, people are still pranking and partying. So now you got double issues. Yeah, you always got got the outliers. But... And with each transition period, there comes a uh, company to take advantage, right? You know, in society, just in life. Uh, so the company Denison began manufacturing and distributing Halloween decorations and costumes during this time period. Uh, they were the first to manufacture costumes specifically for Halloween. Because before this, all costumes were, like, made from scratch. That had been a you lot know? cooler, honestly. Not way harder, but... A homemade costume, there's probably some badass shit. Yeah, probably. Uh, ter- truly terrifying, I'd think. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's real life. Like, oh, my God. Uh, so, unfortunately for them, most of these costumes were made of paper. And what with all the open flames of the jack-o'-lanterns, every so now and again, there would be a child that would just catch fire. Wow. And isn't, isn't that just truly the scariest costume you've ever seen? It end up like Alan Baldwin's cinematographer, fucking dead. Jesus Christ! <laughs> We're just gonna keep bringing it back. Oh we? yeah, it's scary <laughs> enough, you know. Yeah. So uh, you know all these children catching fire. This opened up the costume market to other companies to quickly manufacture far less flammable get-ups for children. Okay. Also, with this came an expansion of options. Mo- um, you know, most of the costumes coming out after. The farewell to paper costumes were of cartoon characters and radio show stars and stuff. Like Frasier? Like Frasier, yeah. Frasier Crane. Yeah, Frasier! <laughs> so trick-or-treating after this transition period became a literal bargaining situation. 
literally just people would give out homemade treats, you know, to, to children in exchange for not having their house uh, pretty much ruined by pranks. That's reasonable. That's yeah. a reasonable approach. Yeah. And like I said, they they were house homemade like treats, but eventually, you know, as as we know today, they were replaced with store-bought candy. All right. With Halloween, this is this is the last paragraph, dude. This is all I got. All right, Grant, this is all I have. Oh, oh, okay, oh, Jesus oh, oh. Christ. So, with Halloween solidifying itself into the fabric of American culture, entertainment soon followed suit. Charlie Brown and the Peanut Crew uh, were famously among the first to do it with the Great Pumpkin. I didn't know that. Oh, really? Isn't that cool? All right. I, I like, love that episode. That's a great one. Fucking Linus. He was right. Other cartoons, uh, such as the Looney Tunes, soon followed. All right, and then Halloween broke into film. John Carpenter's Halloween movie franchise uh, is largely responsible for the horror genre being as prevalent and beloved as it is today. Oh yeah, like it, it still like horror doesn't get the uh, due respect I'd say that it like deserves, but it was way better after the John Carpenter movies. Yeah, it had its heyday too back then. I'd say. Yeah, it really people were like into it. They wanted it. And then it got really weird, and now it's kind of never leveled back out, you know? No, it's true. But, uh, yeah, so this uh, this also ushered in manufacturing of more intricate and horrifying masks. So it's a huge fucking market, just different Halloween costumes. Strangely enough, I didn't know this. and I, le- I, like, I learned this earlier this week, and then I've just been hearing it over and over, just on random podcasts and things I've heard. Uh, strangely enough, Michael Myers' signature mask was actually a rubber mask of William Shatner's Captain Kirk. Oh, yeah. Just Simply just white. painted white. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking crazy. Really? You didn't know that? I didn't know that until fucking three days ago. That That is hilarious. I love it. Yeah, Man, you didn't it. know VeggieTales was religious. That's true. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, Georgie was the one that told me that. I didn't know that VeggieTales was like a religious show. Yeah. I, I didn't know that when I was a kid. But I, I found out a couple of years ago, but I was like, I had all the puzzles. I watched the shows. Like, Jesus Christ. Mitch was like, I knew from day I mean, one. it makes sense. I went to Catholic school at the time. But. Like, yeah, we loved that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, essentially, what I'm getting here is that Halloween was uh, it, it, it just stolen. I mean, there's really not, it's just a stolen idea that was like, you know what? Let's stop people from being monsters, and yeah. then we just give them free shit. The most, uh, most fucking great art is made from just stolen things. Oh yeah, most absolutely. great things are awesome, I, and they're stolen. I think Halloween is—it's a really fun holiday. It's—it doesn't have that appeal that like Christmas and stuff has, only because it, it's designed for kids. You know, people have made it into like. An adult thing, you know, like you have parties and costume parties and shit yeah. like that. And there's the nostalgia aspect for adults, you know. Oh yeah, but all in all, like it really, it truly is like a holiday made for children, and I, I love it. I think Halloween is fucking badass. Um, yes, we have some time here. I'd like to give me anybody got any good Halloween memories? Oh, traditions dude. that I, you've uh, done. <laughs> well, all right, I, I have two things. The first one's wholesome. Uh, the tradition is I have ghosted cheeses. What the fuck is which that? Is just, which is just, uh, it's just fucking grilled cheese in the shape of a ghost. Oh, that and is then you, cool. Then you dip it in uh, blood soup. It's just tomato soup. Dude, that's cool. Had that ever since I was a young child. But 
one time when I was trick or treating with uh, my neighbor, mm-hmm. uh, my na- <laughs> like, fucking like three teenagers came up behind us like after we were like walking home and just stole my neighbor's candy. <laughs> And then she like chased them back to the car that they they had a getaway car. And they chased she chased them back to the car and they pointed what looked like a gun at her. Jesus! <laughs> but it was just a paintball gun. <laughs> but yeah, the cops came and that was fun. Did she get her candy? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't know things like that, that actually fun? happened in yeah, real life. It was you right, know? right on my street. Yeah, that is so that's, that's a gold. fun memory. Yeah, that's gold. I love that. I think. My favorite costume. I'll just say a bunch of random thoughts I'm having about Halloween. No, no, that's that's what this episode's yeah. about. You know, it's just a Halloween pre-warming episode for you. Yeah, we're defrosting I, you. I think my favorite uh, costume I ever had that wasn't really a costume and it really just made a lot of people upset uh, was when people would ask me what I am and I would just say I'm on the phone and walk away. That sounds like a total fucking Jake idea. Yeah, I didn't want to dress up. You're like Jim. I'm not like Jim from The Office, Mitch. That guy was a bully to Dwight with his bitch fiance. <laughs> Honestly, you're not wrong. They just ter- terrorized him. He's just trying to be himself. You know. Uh, anyway, Halloween. Halloween that? was. Good. I used to see. We don't. We don't do a lot of Halloween anymore. But when I was young, it used to be a big thing. Like we, the whole family would come over. Uh, we would every year we'd have sloppy joes. I don't know why we'd have sloppy joes exactly, but that was that was like the only time of the year we actually like, ate them. It was like ground up people. Oh yeah, maybe you know, I don't, maybe. And we'd all you know go trick or treating, and then you know everybody, you know the the mandatory candy trades. You know that that happened all the time. That's no, true. Um, it, that was like a an unwritten rule of Halloween. And then you know we'd always end with like Night of the Living Dead all the time. That started when I was probably five. Nice. And Wait, was that when you like? Was that the first time you were shown that when you were? Because I remember you said you watched that like when you were five. Yeah. So was that the exact first time on Halloween? Oh, probably yeah, because we'd watch it every year. Uh, and I was always terrified, and I would like cry, and I'd be up all night because like, I'd be so scared. But it, it was whatever. It was, that's what Halloween was about. Yeah, you need to be desensitized. Um, I can honestly say, uh, I think my favorite Halloween costume, um, it, it, it only really worked, like, it was a cool costume, but it really worked because of what we did with it. Um, I went as the Pope, right? Like, I went full out, like, Pope. I had the hat. I had you the, did. I had the robes. I had the cane. I had the jewelry. And what was funny was that was the first year that I went trick-or-treating, like, without my family. And I went with Georgie, actually, and he was an Indian. And it was just the goofiest fucking combination in the world. (laughs) There were just two, like, third grade, fourth grade kids, and one was the Pope and one was an Indian. And we were just walking around getting candy. Dude, you were the Pope in college, too. (laughs) Yeah, when we went to that thing, I just, like, put the Pope hat on. I was like, yeah, I'm the fucking Pope. Dude, you gave me a picture of you dressed as the Pope, and on the back you said something along the lines of uh, pedophilia. So isn't that fun? That, Probably, that hung on my fridge for years. That's yeah, it exists out there somewhere. Yeah, it's out there. If I ever want to run for president, that photo is going to come back and like bite me in the ass. You can't prove it's my handwriting. Yeah, you can't prove. Yeah, that. It's can't prove. You can't prove that. Um, Halloween. That was my Halloween. Mitch, what about you? What was your? Uh, yeah, Halloween what's your your memories? Your your favorite shit? You were mentioning. Well, I'm just trying to 
remember certain things. Uh, you guys mentioned when people started making their own costumes. I remember when I was super, super young that my mom... Well, actually, I don't even remember this, but there's pictures, <laughs> and my mom would tell me about them. Yeah. And I was super, super young, and me and my brother were dressed up as M&Ms. And, like, my mom created... Like, she made the costumes herself. So just, like, two Slim Shadies? No. Oh, okay, the other M&Ms. You know, like, like the chocolate. chocolate. Okay. The chocolate candies. All right. That's all I can really remember. That's I don't fine. Know. That's we were good. the Beatles that one year. Yeah, were you a Beatles? Which member of the yeah. Beatles were you? I was John Lennon. You were John- which one were you, Grant? I was the one and the only George Harrison. Um, wow. And then, yeah, Georgie was Paul McCartney. And we had like a rotation going. We had David was actually supposed to be Ringo, um, but I all I vividly remember was that he came to school in just like a white sweatshirt, and we were like, "That's not gonna work." <laughs> and then luckily <laughs> no we had a backup, and we had someone else dressed as Ringo, and it just worked out that way. Wow! But then what? See what sucked is when we went trick or treating that night. Um, we didn't have Ringo. Ringo was gone. It was just the, the three of us, so they just thought we were, like, the Blues Brothers with, like, a deformed other sibling or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You should have just changed up, like, the, like who you guys were, like, which members, and just say, like, yeah, John. Yeah, John. Yeah, I'm John. You know, I'm yeah. John. No, I'm John. <laughs> we're all John Lennon. Every one of us. <laughs> we didn't decide. We're, we're all John all Lennon. You just have, this. like, bullet holes on your shirt. <laughs> You know, you know what was the coolest thing? Were those masks, and like either it'd be like Scream or like a skull or or like a Jason mask, and you could like get like that food color. Uh, oh yeah, uh, they had like, and pumps. like make it red. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. pumps with that heart. Yeah, those were so cool. Dude, it always pissed me off that they wouldn't fully drain. Like there'd be like remnants of the red shit like all throughout it. I was like, come on. But no, you're right. Those are badass. Yeah, it was it, Halloween. Dude, I never got like scary for costumes. No, I mean either. I was I always, always like fun. I was like, oh, I'm an army guy, <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. I think I went one at, like when I was in like kindergarten or something. I went with exactly what Mitch was talking about. It was like the scream, like the ghost face mask with like the blood thing, and I did. I that was like all I wore. I wore that in like a t-shirt, and then. Every year after that, it was like, let's just, like, be crazy. Let's just be goofy. Um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think Halloween can do differently to come back and be a big holiday again? I think it's a pretty big holiday, man. There's, like, huge fucking backing for it if it even needs it. See, I feel like it's so you know? underappreciated now. Dude, it gets a whole month. That is true. And I feel I know what people are thinking, like, oh, it's probably just directly in defiance to to like Christmas, you know, Christmas decorations. They're already out right now. Isn't yeah, that crazy? Yeah. But I don't think it's just a reaction to that. I think people are genuinely like October is the spooky month. Like that is that's what this is. You're gonna have to accept it. It yeah, I'll grant you that. I like you you're looking for suggestions to make it even bigger than that? Yeah, I want Halloween to be the to be Christmas too. Okay. That's what I want. But we no could, like, gifts, it's just like all Halloween. We could like fake scripture and say like this was the first time Jesus heard Iron Maiden or something like that. <laughs> Jesus loves Eddie from Iron Maiden. <laughs> and then he had his dad kill him, <laughs> you know, a couple months later. I um I think the I don't know, I 
I think a big thing is kind of that resurgence. I I can't tell you when that started. I don't know, but the whole like check your kids' candy for weapons and drugs and shit. Oh yeah, and like rusty razor blades and apples and shit. I think that that really put a damper on the idea of Halloween. Didn't that all stem from like that one guy who he was like the aspirin killer or some shit? He just like he poisoned a bottle of aspirin. Yeah, and it much. never happened again. So then everyone just got super paranoid about products. Yeah, it's like so. Here's my thing. First and foremost, this might be an unpopular opinion. If you're eating a chocolate bar and there's a razor blade in it, and you don't notice that, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, but it's little kids. I get it that, is little kids. But like, okay, so even like candy, right? You're gonna you're, you're a little kid. You're excited. You're about to take a bite of candy. If it isn't chewy like candy should be, why would you just keep... Like, wouldn't you, like... Maybe I was just a weird kid, but, How like... How slowly do you bite, motherfucker? Like, these kids are just chomping down. Exactly. But you take one chomp, and you're like, ow, my tooth. And then you're just like, let me just swallow this. You're like, ow, my, my tooth that's been bisected and an inch into my gums. Ow. And <laughs> like, again... That's, that's the scary part. How do you... Again, I know these are kids, but I, I feel like we're not giving kids enough credit... How do you look? Have you seen kids? How do you look at a candy bar, and you're like, they don't know how to do anything. That's that doesn't look right. Let me eat it anyway. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm wrong. I think it's a dumb idea. And then I remember, what was that? Like twenty? I don't even remember the year when Colorado made pot legal. Yeah. And there was that big uproar of like they're gonna start giving away marijuana infused candy on Halloween. It's like motherfucker, you know how expensive that is? Like, dude, the people that <laughs> no buy one that would be able to do that don't want to give that away. Okay. Yeah, they unless it's to that. like friends about to watch a movie or something. Like that's when you give it away. You don't give it out to people at your door unless you're a dealer. And that's still a crime. Yeah, I so I think fear is a big thing. Um, I remember this one is a little bit more uh, understandable to me. But, like, with the dawn of, like, the whole, uh, like, pedophile registry being available online. And you could, like, see who was a sex offender and shit. Yeah, it's the beginning of, like, trick-or-treating roots. Yeah, you know, know, I understand that those, uh, that caused a lot of problems, too. Because it's, like... Maybe you don't want your kid walking around, you know, in a group of other children in costume to a guy's house that's been arrested for raping a kid. I get that. I get that completely. No, yeah, I, I you don't, know. Uh, I, I'm not against that one, but the whole, like, It's not a good thing. Hiding shit and candy? No, no, no. I don't get down on that. That, that I don't believe it. I'm, maybe it's happened, but I don't believe it still. Yeah, probably not. I don't think people do that anymore. Um... People do give out like lame stuff, though. They do. What's the like deal fucking with that? like ooh, a toothbrush? I'm a dentist. It's like all right, well, okay. I remember, uh, do you have like anything else to to make me like a reason for me to use this? You know, maybe. You guys remember the Black Mountain Dew? The Black, Black Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. What is that? No, I can't say I remember I Black that. Mountain Dew. I got that once. Mitch, Mitch claims got that Black he's got Mountain the Black Dew. Mountain Dew. I he, think it was... He just keeps saying things for us to say for him, even oh, though he could... I think it was cyanide <laughs> or something. I'm not sure. Special. Um, the worst thing that I think... The, a couple of the worst things I ever got... Nothing like too out of the ordinary. Um, I got an apple. I got... Um, pixie sticks, I always thought were dumb. Like, that's just... First off, where do you buy pixie sticks? And second off, who wants... The dollar them? store in 
cases of fucking like 300. Um, so pixie uh, sticks, candy corn. candy corn. That's just because I'm not a candy corn liker personally. Um, I can dig it. I'm not gonna like buy it. Yeah, but, it's like you know. it's whatever to me. I'm not a fan. Have you guys ever got money? Uh, I think no. I got like a five dollar bill once. <laughs> I've never received money from someone after I, yeah, knocking on their door. I got that once. Um, and then honestly, the worst thing in the world to me were raisins and junior mints. Dude, junior mints are fucking awesome. I've never, I've never been a They're junior so mint good. guy unless it's one of those like Olive Garden mints. You know, I'm not interested. It's it's, it's toothpastey to me. I want to I want to feel fucked up on candy. You disappoint me here. Um, I would say some of the best things I ever got. I I got cash once. Um, I don't even know why I got that, but I did. Um, a couple of times there was one house specifically, like up the street a bit, that would give out cans of pop, and that was always oh, that's pretty cool. That was always really exciting because it was just like, oh, sweet. Dude, I, I had one. I had pop. one of those houses, but it was like Capri Suns. Oh, that's I was like, cool. this is perfect. Uh, my neighbor one time gave me one of those uh, drumsticks, you know, like the like ice chicken. Cream. No, like the oh. ice cream ones. <laughs> I was say, like, what the fuck? And like, That's awesome. Luckily, it was like two houses down, so it was like, oh, cool. I'm just gonna go like bring this back to my house and then like go trick or treat. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to put that in with the bag. But uh, I do think uh, Halloween needs a, a strong resurgence in the community. And maybe where you guys are at listening to this, maybe it's a little bit more popular than it is here. But I have certainly noticed that it it has gone just very south. It, uh, well, How do you mean? I think last year. Well, last year there was a the world was ending. No, but last year was the first time in I think five or six years that I had been passing out candy, and we got more than like fifteen trick or treaters. Oh, okay, so you're saying, like, for the kids specifically. Yeah, like, for, I'm not even saying that you got to trick-or-treat, but I feel like there, there needs to be more participation. Yeah, more like events, like like the parades and, like, the costume contests and shit that we it's were talking fun. about. It's fun, or if you go to, like, Disney and you go to, like, the haunted Disney party, oh, those are badass. Dude, I went th- the only time I went to Disney, it was on Halloween, and it was sick. Yeah, they do some badass fucking There's shit. There's fucking people in costumes dressed in more costumes. It's crazy. No, it's, it's... See, like, that's what I miss. That's the part... Being an adult, Halloween's more about, like, I don't know... Drinking. For, for me, it's like watching a movie and it's, like eating yeah. some food. And it's it. about watching scary movies, drinking with your friends, and and that's really it. Like putting on clothes that you wouldn't normally. Not even that. I don't even really do that. You are just like, ah, uh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, but that's for if you're like, oh, we're having a party. It's going to be 50 plus people. Bring a costume. You know, you're going to do that. You're not going to mm-hmm. just be like the one guy like, ah, I brought a white sweatshirt. <laughs> you know? Hi, that's me. Yeah. I'm on it. the phone. <laughs> yeah, that was a college party. I didn't know who lived in that house. And to Come think on. that all of this stemmed from pouring milk on a grave. Yeah, just the cottage cheese, the forbidden, deadly college cottage cheese. Yeah, the forbidden milk. You know, it's the dead milk. No, it's true. <sighs> Wait, what? What did you just what, say to uh, me? What, what are some? What are some Halloween movies that you want to watch before Halloween this year? What are you? What are you? What are you in the mood for? Any new ones coming out that you want? New ones? I can't say that there's anything new that's got my attention. Have you watched *Malignant*? No. 
You have to watch Malignant. It's not on. Uh, it's not on a streaming service anymore. Well, fucking figure it out. No, Jesus. why is it not Canadian right there? You have to do it. Figure it out. Figure it out. Um, I, I for one, I'm tired. Honestly, I know this is breaking tradition. I'm tired of Night of the Living Dead. I'm just, I'm tired of it. It's been. I've probably right. watched it 45 times. Well, this is the last podcast we're ever going to do. Um, <laughs> it's the but, end of an era. Jesus. However, well, I didn't watch it last year either, so it's like the tradition's dead. Um, I usually watch like a good zombie movie, um, like that, maybe a, a just a traditional haunted film, and then just an all-around just weird movie. Yeah. So I'm thinking my lineup this year is probably going to be uh, the remake of Night of the Living Dead, the one they did in color in like the 90s. Okay. Because I, I haven't seen that one in a while, and I like that one a lot. Um, so that'll be the zombie movie. Then I'm probably going to watch Insidious because I just bought it on DVD, so like I'm probably going to watch that. Nice. Uh, and then for the final one, I'll probably... Probably watch The People Under the Stairs, because I just found that on DVD, too. And I haven't seen that in fucking forever. Dude, nice. That movie is it's perfect. It's the right type of Halloween vibe. It really is. Uh, so that's my, my lineup of films that I'm planning on watching within the next week or so. Hell yeah. But, uh, I mean, you know, for us, Halloween kind of just bleeds into every other month. Yeah, just but, yeah, you've listened to the show. There might be, like, a week... In late November, early December, when I'm in like a Christmas mood, I'm like, yes. Yeah, you just watch Elf, you watch The Grinch, and you get it out of your system. Yeah, and then it's not... A lot of people, they do all in November, all in December. I'm like a good five, six days, and then I'm like, all right, I'm ready for Halloween again. I don't trust people who are consistently jolly that long. No. and That's you, not re- realistic. I know we're what are you hiding? on it, so I want to warn you guys, because I mean, we got probably about eight or nine days before this shit starts. But they put on Christmas carols way too early, and they play, like, the same 12 songs. And people that listen to that all day, every day, are psychopaths to me. Or they're being held captive at their jobs at the mall. No, like, there's a difference if you, like, make your own, like, playlist or something. Because there's thousands of Christmas songs, but, like, when you're just on the radio or, like, on one of those TV channels that just plays music, you know? It's just Mariah Carey and Bing Crosby. It's over and constant. over. constant. You'll hear the same song four times a day. Guaranteed. I don't know how you do that for more than one drive to the store. Like, one 30-minute period. No, it's bad. I only really listen to, like, Christmas music on the radio. Like, when I'm going to the family gathering. Yeah, it's like, That's okay. the only night I do it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? I, I do understand that. I, I like a good Christmas song, but Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. How about that? <laughs> it was his birthday. What yeah. about you? What's what's a movie you're planning on watching? Or movie? a couple movies. I don't know. Well, I do want to revisit Shaun of the Dead, because I haven't seen that in probably a year. That, that's and that's too one. long. You know, I think I think that's too long. That's a good one, dude. I'm pissed, too, because I own that somewhere, and I can't find it. I think I do, too. <laughs> Um, I, I, don't I can know bring it over it if you can't find it. And I was too lazy to, like, go home and find it. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just buy another one, and I couldn't find it. So I'm like, well. God damn it. It's somewhere. I just yeah. don't know, like, where it is. Yeah. But uh, I'm also making my way through the Friday the 13th movies. Nice. It's pretty good. I just pretty watched, fun. like, the, was the one from, like, 2009 or whatever. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's fun. Dude. 
I can't. I just. I'm. I'm like the second one. So we. I. I watched the first and second one yesterday. Gonna keep going, but I'm just waiting for Tommy Jarvis. Was it five? That's like four, the five? final chapter. I don't even know which one it is, but I just. I can't wait for for Jarvis. He's in a couple. He's because he's like himself, and then he's a kid, and then it's weird. I, Corey Feldman plays Corey him Feldman, as a kid, man. I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go Tommy Jarvis it. makes appearances. I will say those are hard to watch. A lot of these sequels, now that I'm older, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like part it, four of anything. I mean, it's pretty I'm much like, the same okay. thing. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, but we're just in a new house. It's maybe. fun. It's fun to see the evolution, you know, and it, it puts you in the mood. It is true. It is true. But also, I don't know. I, I'm kind of just like trying to find new ones that I haven't seen before or just like not familiar with. That aren't the ones that have been on like Netflix or whatever streaming shit for like years that I've just scrolled past. I want to find new shit. You know? No, I don't know. You don't know anything. I don't Neither know. Neither do I. I Neither do you, know, Mitch. Dude. Fuck you. Sorry. Rude. I agree. I think I think you should find a new movie, Jake. Well, can you help me? Hmm. <clears throat> we gonna watch a movie tonight? What do you wanna do? I'm probably just gonna like, you know. Go poop and then die. Yeah, but like at, before that, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right, cool. Maybe. Um, All right. But I think with that being said, I think that's our Halloween episode for you. Yeah, we got something real spooky coming for you uh, next week. It's going to yeah, be the closest to Halloween. It's going to be thoroughly scaring. It's you, real, too. Okay? That's why it's fun. Yeah. And it, uh, it's not true crime, it's not fake either. So you'll see exactly what the fuck it is next week. You're but it is it. real history. And yeah, yeah, that's why we did this a week early because we wanted you guys to have time to prep, you know. Yeah, and process next, what this is all about, right? And then next week we'll talk about like the real Kahuna's, you know. Yeah, the Kahuna's. But um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you very much. Have an excellent week, and uh, yeah, well, we'll yeah. talk to you guys before Halloween. No, so yeah, we will. We will have a great pre-Halloween week. All right, great. Get everything ready. Everything you want, get it. Just yeah. get it, go get it. Why not? You know, I say uh, do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Grant, yes, you're on this show, and so am I. My name's Jake, and we are starting a cult. Mitch was also here, and you can follow us on all the stuff: the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We have the email: startacult at gmail dot com. Send us your favorite candy through the email. Tell us that. Tell us some scary stories. Tell us that we suck. Whatever you want, just email us. It's great. Startacult yeah, at gmail dot com. There's also a link below for Patreon. You can become a patron and get two extra episodes a month from me and Grant. Indeed, just kind of talking about whatever. We just have a fun time with you guys. It don't matter. Yeah, we're on YouTube too. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Scary bananas. <laughs>